Hello, hello, and we are back. We took a little over a month off, started off with Passover, the Jewish holiday, of course, and then um, and then we decided to take a little more off to take a break, but we are back. I'm excited to be back. I know Gabe is uh, equally excited, and um, we are going to start off with a big one here. It is April 28th, Wednesday, April 28th, which means that tomorrow is the NFL 2021 NFL draft. Now, um, earlier in the year in February, we did our from walk draft 1.0. Of course, things have drastically changed since then. We are doing our mock draft 2.0, our final mock draft the day before the draft. I'm doing odds. Gabe's doing even, although so that he gets to pick the Giants. Um, I'll do 9 and 10, and he'll do 11 and 12. And, yeah, so you ready to start? Yep. All right. Now, with the first – oh, and rem- two things. Um, there are no trades. Trades are just too crazy to predict. You can't predict them because you don't even know if there's going to be a trade and stuff. And second, this is not – but most mock drafts you'll see is probably going to be a prediction of what will happen. This is what we would do if we were the GM, not a prediction, but what we would do. All right. So the Jaguars had a record of one and 15. So they have the number one pick. This is not, not going to mess around here. Every single person knows who this is going to be and who it should be. And that is Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. Trevor Lawrence is as close of a sure thing you'll get with a prospect. Um, he's looking, he's, people are saying, you know, one of the best prospects since maybe Andrew Luck. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's amazing. He was amazing for Clemson uh, Two basically a two and a half year starter. And yeah, I mean, they need a quarterback. They were rocking Mike Glemmon and Gardner Minshew that Mike Levin, New York Giant. That pick could not be more easy. Yeah, I could not agree more. I had it preloaded in my in my picks. I knew what you were gonna do, but I'm gonna move on to number two, the Jets. In February, when we when we did our last mock draft, there was an argument for the Jets not to take a quarterback, but they have since traded Sam Darnold away to the Panthers. And there is no way that they are rocking with James Morgan at quarterback to start the next NFL season. I don't even know who that is. You saw him on the Jets, Jets depth chart. But I am going to take the person who I think is the second best QB in the draft, and that is Zach Wilson out of BYU. He's got a strong talent, had a very good pro day, and I'm very excited to see him play in the NFL. Yeah, um, Zach Wilson is great. He had a good pro day, pretty good senior bowl. Some people are saying that Matt, you know, Mac Jones and Justin Fields are more proven because Zach Wilson was only good for one year. Mac Jones is only a starter for one year. Yes, Justin Fields is very good, and he's the one you can make an argument for being better. But I still think Zach Wilson just has a much better pocket presence. He's a better thrower. He's more accurate. And I think he's, in general, a better quarterback. Yeah, I, I, uh, I agree. Now, moving on to the third pick, the 49ers traded up from 12 with the Dolphins um, for 
the third pick. Now, most rumors have been saying this will be Mac jo- either Mac Jones or Trey Lance, particularly Mac Jones. I like. I think it will be Mac Jones. It's it's idiotic. It should be Justin Fields. Justin Fields is the better player. We are doing what we would do, and that is taking Justin Fields. Justin Fields, two-year starter at Ohio State. He's a great runner. He was off. He was off in the championship game because he had easily had a rib injury, but he he had a good pro day. And Justin Fields is amazing. His football IQ is off the charts. He's great out of the pocket. The questions are when he's in the pocket and his durability. There are some same. There are some of the questions that was the reason Lamar Jackson went at the end of the first and not right. earlier. And the end of the first was higher than most people thought he would do. It's just that play style. Justin Fields has a habit of not giving himself up. Like he tries to get the extra yards. He doesn't You're slide right. enough or go out of bounds enough. And he puts his body on the line. So that's always not what you want with a quarterback, but that can be taught. Justin Fields is an amazing player with a good arm and he's a good scrambler. He's an obvious pick here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the Niners should go quarterback here, right? Jimmy Garoppolo is just not – a good enough quarterback to be a starter in the NFL. And with with a even decently above average quarterback and a healthy team, the San Francisco 49ers are winning the NFC West. I that is I'm saying I, that I right think now. The Rams might, but right. That that's I'm saying that right now though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I agree with that pick. I'm gonna move on to number four with the Atlanta Falcons, excuse me. And if I'm the Atlanta Falcons, I'm taking this two ways. I'm either taking a quarterback or I'm taking Kyle Pitts. And I am a big enough fan of Matt Ryan to say, give him one more year and you you take Kyle Pitts, right? Wherever you're going to play. You either play in tight end, even wide receiver. I think he, he might be better as a wide receiver, but he is such a talented player, most well-rounded prospect. Like, he can do it all. He's so good taking Kyle Pitts at four for the Atlanta yeah. Falcons. So I think in reality, this pick should be Justin Fields because I think the Niners will go Mac Jones. But I definitely agree with you that Kyle Pitts is the pick here. Um, I think that I think that in reality, the best thing to do here for the Falcons is trade back to take Mac Jones. But we're not doing trades, and I don't think it's worth to take Mac Jones at four. So I think Kyle Pitts is the right pick here. He's an amazing prospect. He was great at Florida. He's one of the. He may be the best receiver in this class, even though he's a tight end. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's just outstanding. Yeah. I see I see him almost being like a Jimmy Graham type player in Jimmy Graham's heyday. Right. I yeah. I I think that's an unfair comparison to Kyle Pitts. Like you can go as far as like he he really has some of those Well, I'm not saying that good, but No, I'm I'm, I'm saying like, play. I know you're saying play style, but like still. Yeah. All right. So this pick is another obvious pick for me. That's Panesua. It seems like the Bengals, I think I said this last time, it seems like the Bengals were doing their, were trying their hardest to hurt Joe, Joe Burrow with that 
O-line. They got Jonah Williams, who was very good. When he came back, he was good. They got Riley Reef, who's overpaid. I don't know why they did that when you could get Panay Sewell um, in the draft. I think that might be a sign that they may get receiver, get a receiver, but I wouldn't look too far into it. I still think that they're gonna and should go Panay Sewell. I like Billy Price at center. He was great at Ohio State, and he's played too much guard. They've played him too much at guard and haven't given him a chance at center, which is his main position. So mm-hmm. I think you get Panay Sewell there. You have Panay Sewell and Jonah Williams on the ends. Your tackle core is set. You give Billy Price a shot, and all you need to do is get good guards there, and you can get some fine plug-and-play plug guards through free agency or trade. And I think this is an easy pick here. Right. I, 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 I think I agree with the Panay Sewell pick. I don't know if the Bengals go that route. You said don't overthink it. I'm overthinking it. I think Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow might want a wide receiver, right? I think I. I think. And Joe if he Burrow wants a wide receiver, he's gonna line. want Jamar Chase, right? Yeah, Teammates think, at LSU. I think. Joe I think Sewell is the smart him. pick, right? They obviously need offensive line help. He was getting destroyed all of back all of last year. You need to protect your franchise player I agree with the pick but I don't know if the Bengals are 100% locked in on Panay Sewell if he's available so I'm gonna move on to the Dolphins who traded up to number six with the Philadelphia Eagles right they they have a few needs but I think I think they should go wide receiver Although I, I really, I really don't know. I'm split. This, these are, this is the Dolphins. This is one of those picks where I think it could go either way. I think they could maybe like, they could edge receiver, some sort of defender. I don't even know. I'm going to go receiver and I'm going to take who I think is the best receiver on the board. Teammate, not teammates getting my teams mixed up, but I'm taking the best receiver on the board. In my opinion, that's Jamar Chase. Um, Yeah, so I agree with this pick here. I think that if they go receiver, there's a very big chance they go Devontae Smith just because right. Tua is going to be in that GM's ear about taking Devontae Smith as they have the Alabama connection. But I think this 100% should be Jamar Chase, um, especially with what they need. You have your speed guy in Will Fuller. You have your possession guy in Devontae Parker. Let's get your big guy in Jamar Chase, even though Jamar Chase isn't is still fast. He's a great mix of size yeah. and speed. Um and yeah, I get you got Will Fuller, but Will Fuller's A only on a one year deal and B Jamar Chase is better. Yeah. Um and definitely has the potential to be much better. And I think this is a very good pick here. Jamar yeah. Chase and it's a great fit. Yeah. Tua, I, Tua just didn't – everyone's everyone's so low on Tua now. Tua just wasn't put in a position to succeed. He had no receivers yeah. and no alarm. He should not have been put in in that scenario. Yeah. And now, now people are underestimating him. If they if they made the right moves this offseason, if they make, can make the right moves in the draft, Tua Tagovailoa becomes a very solid quarterback. Yeah. So – 
Detroit Lions. Another, I feel like a lot of my picks have been very easily easy so far, and this one is no different. The Detroit Lions have no wide receivers yeah. right now. Their best receiver is Tyrell Williams, and then Brashad Perriman. I could see the Lions going receiver in the first two rounds here, both picks, and just getting that core set. And I'm going with the best receiver available on the board, and that is Devontae Smith. Devontae yeah. Smith. I mean, some people are saying Waddle's better. I don't think that's close to true. Devontae Smith this year um, had one of the best, if not the best years a a receiver has had in college football history. And he was the first wide receiver to win the Heisman since I think sometime in the 90s. And he was amazing. Um, In our our last draft, I had them taking Jalen Waddell because I had – because I think Gabe had Devontae Smith going three. Um, Or I – no, I may have, yeah. Um, I had Devontae Smith going three because I was in a period where I thought he was better. But – and then Jamar Chase went to the Eagles at six. Um, Of course, the order is different now, but – uh, I had them going Jalen Waddle because he was the best receiver on the board. But if he would have been available, I would have gone Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith is amazing. I and yeah, yeah. I I you you said that it's not even close between. I think Devonta Smith is better. But I wouldn't go as far as saying it's not even close. Jalen Waddle had one of the best. He's a great receiver in most classes. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. Jalen Waddle's a number one in most classes, but to but to call Devonta Smith like significantly better, I think is unfair to Jalen Waddle. Maybe not he's, significantly better, but I think he is definitely better. Yeah. Okay. But one of the best pro days I've ever seen out of Jalen Waddle. Ultra fast. Has like he's well rounded. This an insanely good wide receiver draft. Draft class, yeah, I agree with the pick. I agree with the pick. Takes me to eight with the Panthers. They 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 just made a trade. I think it was today. It might have been yesterday. It was today. It was today. Teddy Bridgewater traded to the Denver Broncos, right? So that kind of makes Sam Darnold the clear number one. I don't think you take a quarterback. I right. I feel yeah. like that one's obvious now, but Panthers are in an interesting situation. I I think I like it's tough. Maybe they trade down. Maybe they go cornerback and take Patrick Sertain, right? Because at at corner right now they have Jer- they have Dante Jackson and they brought Dante, Dante like, Jackson. They signed AJ Boye. Right, but AJ Boye is not what he used to be whatsoever. He like. He's still a solid corner, but he's not, he's nowhere near elite. I like average, maybe. Average, maybe. Uh, they've, I, I think they take Patrick Sertain, help out the defense a little bit. They've got a solid offense. They've got a, in my opinion, a very solid, obviously, they've got Christian McCaffrey. They've got a, two very solid wide receivers in DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. Offensive line could use a little bit, could use some help, but there isn't a good enough offensive lineman to take here. So I think you go defense and you take Patrick Sertain Jr. I I disagree that there's not good enough of an offensive lineman to take here. I think Rashawn Slater is good enough to take here. 
I'm I don't think this would be a bad pick. I think that Micah Parsons is the better pick. Right. Um try and find that linebacker that can maybe replace Luke Keekley. I think Micah Parsons is probably the best defensive player in this class. Um and yeah, I think he would have been the better pick, but Patrick Curtain is definitely a good pick. I think corner is a bigger need than linebacker, but right, that's why I went with Certain. So I met the Broncos, and six hours ago, I may have gone Mac Jones here. I would have been definitely thinking about that. But if you have listened to this podcast before, you know that I am a big fan of Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater. He's not had time to develop. If you think about it, he's played two full seasons. He's like a third-year and a young NFL player because of injuries. He hasn't had time to develop. If you give him time to develop in, a, in one or two more seasons, yeah, he'll be 30, but he'll be full-on in his prime, and he'll be a good quarterback. Um, so that puts us with the Broncos picking. They could go a couple options here. You could help out the O line, get someone else on, get someone on the right side of Garrett Bowles, but they got Jawan James. I don't think he's bad. I think he's solid. So I don't think you go Rashawn Slater here. You could go cornerback, even though you got Ronald Darby and you still have Bryce Callahan. I think that would be taking Caleb Farley, but now if you wanted to get him, you could trade way back because teams are so low on him now just because of injuries. Right. But I think. I think that you go Micah Parsons here. I think it's an interesting yeah. fit because you don't know where he's going to play. Is he is he going to play on that inside or is he going to be an outside linebacker in that 3-4? It's, it's unclear what you're going to have him play, but I don't like – but I think the solution to that is not putting labels on him. I think that you don't have to play him at a specific position at linebacker. You can – mess around to put him at a couple different places and different plays he'd be a hybrid player and I think that if a with a good and I think that the Broncos are the perfect fit to do that Vic Vangio former defensive coordinator if he were in a defensive coordinator in the NFL right now I'd say he may be the best defensive coordinator in the NFL and I think that if Vic Vangio being their coach is a perfect situation for Micah Parsons. And I think that is a great pick for the Broncos. I agree. Earlier in the day, when I woke up this morning, I would have gone with a quarterback, probably Mac Jones. I'm not sure. But I I still, I, I did. I did. Drew Locke? Drew Locke? Really? I, I, I still probably would have gone with Parsons, but. I don't know. In this situation, you go, I think you, right. But now you have two, you now you have a bit of a QB competition. I think it's obvious Bridgewater should be the week one starter, but they're going to have some sort of competition, right? You've yeah, got, definitely yeah, you've got a solid quarterback in, in Bridgewater. And then you've got a, a decent young guy in Drew Locke who still has time to prove himself. So you don't take quarterback. And I think you, you, you go defense, as you were saying. They picked up Juwan James this offseason. He's a solid – now they've got two solid tackles and Bulls and Juwan James. So I do think you go defense. And I think the best defensive player on the board right now is pretty obviously Micah Parsons. Yeah. Yeah. 
right, so, so I'm going to at 10 and 11. I am picking at 10 now for the Dallas Cowboys. They they are an interesting team. They're an interesting team, right? They have holes in in a couple of places, but they have a strong foundation. They just re-signed Dak this offseason. I hate to say it, but Ezekiel Elliott is still a very solid running back. He's not a very solid running back. He's still top five, top ten running back in the league. Right. Amari Cooper is extremely good. CeeDee Lamb is a very good young guy. And they have one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. Right. And then you've got a very solid O-line. The defense is where it needs some work. That was their biggest hole by far last year. That's what held them back from, oh, from making coaching, the playoffs. But yeah, they, right, but defense. just thinking player-wise, they have a horrendous defense. For parts of the season, looked like maybe the worst in the league, right? So I think you have to go defense, and I think you go cornerback. You've got Anthony Brown, Anthony Brown and Trayvon Diggs there right now, which just don't work, and I think – in this situation, the Cowboys should trade back if if uh, they think the best cornerback on the board is Caleb Farley. But in this situation, I, I don't know if I go Farley. Maybe you go J.C. Horn. Maybe, but I, I think you go cornerback. It all depends on who you think is the number one. I'm going to go J.C. Horn here. Just because I'm, I am, I'm worried. I'm re. I, Caleb Farley has two, like the injuries worry me. Uh, I'm going with JC Horn. I disagree with that. I think you go cornerback, but Caleb Farley is definitely a better receiver than JC Horn. A month ago, even two weeks ago or three weeks ago, J- Caleb Farley was undoubtedly the second best corner in this class. And I still think he is. There are some medical issues. And there. And then uh, today or yesterday, we found out he tested positive for COVID. But I don't yeah. think that should play into effect at all. No, and I still works. think that even with the injury issues, you still take the better player. And I think that better player is Caleb Farley. Well, when you have... Uh... I, I think I might agree with the fact that Caleb Farley is the better player than J.C. Horn. When you have a player who in the last four years has had back spasms, a non-contact ACL tear, and, uh, like, he, he – he, I'm, I'm going with J.C. Horn. Injuries worry me too much with Caleb Farley. I'm going with J.C. Horn. And that brings me to number 11 with the New York – Giants, they have to go wide receiver. They they need to give Daniel Jones some help, right? I mean, now, now I'm, I'm contradicting myself here. Yeah, I don't think – You either go Jalen Waddle or if Rashawn Slater's on the board, that makes it a bit of a competition. You either take the best receiver on the board for me, which right now is Jalen Waddle, or you take – if Rashawn Slater's still on the board, you take hey, Rashawn I have Slater. a question for you. Yeah. With him on the board here, could you go Mac Jones? I didn't want to. I, I was thinking about it. I re, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I couldn't bring myself to do it. In this situation, if Mac Jones falls, falls to the Giants, there is no doubt in my mind that they take him. You know, no, that's not true. Uh, it's so – I really don't want to go Mac Jones, so I'm not going to go Mac Jones. 
But you, so okay. If you go Rashawn Slater, the Giants have a some such a horrendous tackle duo. Nate Solder, don't get me started on Nate Solder. Ultra overpaid, ultra old, ultra horrible. I hate Nate Solder more than any football player in the NFL. And that's not even an exaggeration. Matt Peart is a decent right tackle. And then you've got Andrew Thomas, who in the beginning of the year was horrendous. Second half of the year was a bit better, right? But he's your number four pick. You can't get rid of him just yet. So I don't think you go tackle. I think you go wide receiver, right? You just signed Kyle Rudolph. Now you have you have two solid tight ends, but you got Kenny Galladay, but Sterling Shepard is way too injury prone to be considered a, a solid number two, in my opinion. He's way too injury prone. I love him. He's shifty. He's quick. He's got great agility, but he's way too injury prone. Darius Slayton, deep threat, massive fan, right? But you he he's not, again, quite good enough just yet to be a rock solid number two right? You need to give Daniel Jones weapons. He is not a, he's not a quarterback that is good enough to perform without elite weapons around him. And I think you want, you want to build around Daniel Jones. So I think you go wide receiver and you go Jalen Waddle. Um, all right. I disagree with that pick. Um, I think that the Giants at receiver are set. I think that you got Kenny Galladay and Darius Slayton as a deep threat. Um, and then Sterling Shepard in the slot. I really like Sterling Shepard. I know he has injury problems, but if you need to, if he's injured, uh, John Ross is a fine number four receiver. Uh, you can't say that. I'm sorry. He's, how many games has he played? As a in number four, what like as a number like four? Gabe as a number four receiver. Yeah, but if if Sterling Shepard gets if, if Sterling Shepard or Dante Pettis, I'd much rather play Dante Pettis than John Ross at this point. Uh, and I think that you go Rashawn Slater here, whether you want to put him in at right tackle for Matt Pert and then put Andrew Thomas at left tackle and give him a second chance, which I think they should do over put Matt Hurt there, Matt Pert there or PR or whatever, or you want to move Rashawn Slater to right guard um, and uh, replace Kevin Zietler, then that's also a perfectly fine thing to do. I think you can do either of those, and you'd turn out well. I'd say you probably move him to guard um, just in the giant situation, even though he might be better at tackle. But, I, yeah, I think that would have been the better pick. From a Giants fan perspective, I would honestly much rather – Right, like Danny Jones is a solid runner, but Giants offensive line isn't great. Yeah, but he needs to run. Right, right. But I think you wait till a later round. You wait till the second round, maybe trade up into the first round, which would be great if the Giants traded up into the end of the first round and picked up a, a, an offensive lineman at the end, like Tevon, Tevin Jenkins or someone like that, right? So I think you go wide receiver here, and I think you go Jalen Waddle. All right. Now you're still picking at 12. I am? Yeah, remember. Oh, yeah. So if I announce the Eagles. Got the three straight NFC East picks here. Philadelphia Eagles, I think Jalen Hurts is, is the clear number one, should be the clear number one. 
right? Kyle Pitts isn't on the board, right? I think in this situation, the Eagles, they don't – the Eagles are such a confusing team. They have a few – they have a few very solid pieces. They have the only hurts. They have Miles Sanders. Their, their offensive line, if this was like only a few years ago, was – one of the best in the NFL. Now they've gotten old, they've gotten injury prone, right? But you've got you've got no wide receiving help. You've got no wide receivers. You Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz are two as a solid tight end duo. But once again, you've got yeah, no but wide receiver. The best receivers. wide receiver on the board is Rashad Bateman. That that's the point I'm getting to. So you the, there is no wide receiver on the board to take though. So you can't take a wide receiver. You've got Miles Sanders and you don't take a running back this early. So I think then you you turn to two places. You turn to the defense where if you if you're going defense, I think you take Caleb Farley in this situation. Right? But I don't know if I or you turn to the offensive line where you take Rashawn Slater. And I think I don't think Rashawn Slater falls to 12 in this situation. But the tackles, Lane Johnson, he's old, he's injury prone. Andre Dillard is a – he's young, but he's a below-average tackle, right? So I think you go tackle, and I think you go Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. He's very, very solid. He's, he's diverse. He can play in multiple positions on the line, and I think you go Slater. Again, I don't know about that. I mean, Rashawn Slater is an amazing player. I really like him. I think he's the best, maybe. He's definitely the best alignment on the board, but I don't think you go all line. I think you need to go cornerback. Obviously, the receiver's the biggest word, and I think in this situation, you trade back. But with no trades, I think you got to get someone next to Darius Slay that isn't Devontae Maddox. Right. And – I think I think that Caleb Farley was the right pick there. But Rashawn Slater is a great player. Now, the the LA Chargers just got very pissed off when Rashawn Slater went off because yeah. they need O-line. Their O-line right now is Brian Beluga, Corey Lindsley, and a bunch of other people that no one cares about. Exactly. You go best O-lineman available. And I, this is high for him. Mm-hmm. That person could be Tevin Jenkins. Yeah. But I, it could be. There's an argument for that. But I think it is Christian Derisaw. I think Derisaw is better. And I think you go Christian Derisaw here. Christian yeah. Derisaw is a good player. The worry about him is that he only had one good year. The rest of his years, he didn't really do anything, like, noticeable. And um, But he had an amazing 2020, and he is a great tackle. And, yeah, I think and they Chargers just need O-line. I, I agree with this pick. That's the, that's the Chargers' by far biggest need is the offensive line. They have got really – they have gotten – they've got a – a horrible offensive line. I think Darisaw is the pick here, right? He's he like you said, he 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 only really performed in this in one year at Virginia Tech, right? But he's got room to grow. 
He, he's a big guy. He's 6'5", 314. I think you go Darisaw. I do think he's the best offensive lineman on the board. Yeah. So that brings me at pick 14 to the Minnesota Vikings. They've got they've they've got Kirk Cousins at quarterback. You cannot you can't take a quarterback, right? Kirk Cousins, he's solid, right? You've got a great wide receiver in core. Adam Thielen's a bit on the older side, but you've obviously got Justin Jefferson, who is incredible. Then you've got Dalvin Cook at running back, one of the best running backs in the NFL, right? They've got a very solid offensive core. O line is a bit of a different story, right? They they don't really have, they don't have anyone who's like extremely stands out to me as a elite offensive lineman. But without with no Darisaw, no Rashawn Slater on the board, I don't think you take someone like Tevin Jenkins this early, right? Or maybe Elijah Vera Tucker, Vera Tucker. But I don't think you go offensive line. I don't think you go offensive line. I think you go edge. You go edge here. When you've got, you've got. I mean, I, I mean, go- I don't. I mean, may I put in something? Yeah. I don't think before you say Jalen Phillips. Because I have a feeling you're going to say Jalen Phillips because by now he's most people's number one edge. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think – A, I don't think Jalen Phillips is the best. B, he's just not a good fit. I like him as a 3-4 outside linebacker. So I think it's Quiddy Pay, but it's your pick here. Yeah, yeah. You stopped me right before I was going to take Quiddy Pay. Okay. All I right. think he's the best edge on the board. Sorry about that. He he's very very solid, right? Out of Michigan, he's a senior. He's he's a quick guy. He's very explosive. I think he's he 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 edges Jalen Phillips, and he's a better fit for the Vikings. So I think if you go edge, Quiddy Pay is the right pick. Yeah, I Quiddy Bay has all the potential in the world, and the Vikings defense was terrible last year. And you knew that Mike Zimmer was just—he's he was mad um, about how bad their defense was, and he's almost a little salty now, I think. And he wants to make that defense better as soon as he can. And I think he definitely takes Quiddy Pay here. Yeah. I think they will get Quiddy Pay, and I think they should get Quiddy Pay. Yeah. All right. So at 15, with the Patriots here, now Mac Jones, who I think will go three, has fallen all the way down to 15, and I'm not going to blink before I take Mac Jones here. Yeah. Um, The fact that both Mac Jones and Trey Lance are available is insane, but at the same time, I think there's only one team that you could even think about taking Mac Jones or two and that's the Giants and the Falcons yeah. and I don't think either of those teams should have gone quarterback although I think the Falcons in reality um, will should trade down but I mean Bill Belichick um, is going to look at Mac Jones and take him immediately although people don't realize that Bill Belichick is a bad drafter like he's a great coach he's a pretty bad drafter yeah. I think that they will take um uh, 
Mac Jones, um, and I think they should take Mac Jones. You got a good O line. Um, you got a good O line. The linebackers aren't great. That's the biggest thing. But you got both Kyle Vannoy and Matthew Judon back. Something pretty funny to say. The Patriots got Kyle Vannoy on their team now, and they have a Kyle Vannoy p- compensatory pick. But um, right. for that one year, and then you even also got Chase Winovich and Joshua Uche, who's pretty good. And right. I think your defense isn't the biggest problem right now. It's your offense, and for one reason, and one reason only as of now, and that's your quarterback situation. Right. And I think Mac Jones is the easy pick here. Yeah. Cam Newton cannot throw a football more than 10 yards to save his life. You're still a solid runner, but you're a quarterback. Your job is to, th- is to throw the ball, and Cam Newton cannot do that. Mac Jones will not be available at 15, and I can guarantee that. And if I'm Bill Belichick, I don't think for a second, like you were saying, you have to take Mac Jones here. It's obvious. Yeah. That brings me to the Arizona Cardinals of – of the NFC West, narrowly missed out on the playoffs last year. They've got Kyle, they've obviously got Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. They've picked they picked up AJ Green, who is no he's still he's still he's old, but he's still a solid player. You obviously lose the reliable third option of Larry Fitzgerald this offseason with him retiring, but you kind you pick up AJ Green who's still a solid deep threat. And you have DeAndre Hopkins. Right. You, you, have, you don't really need a solid two and three when you have DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. But on the offensive line, they've got, they, they, they've got Rodney Hudson, who they picked up this offseason, right? Or unless I'm yeah. crazy. Yeah. He was on the Raiders before. Right. I knew that. Who's a sol- very solid veteran center. They got Justin Poo, pia, poo. I think it's Pew. But I remember him on the Giants. That's my point. He was very solid for the Giants for like a year and a half. Yeah. Right? They've got a solid offensive line. Obviously still needs a ton of work. Yeah. And then and you look. Good. Right. And then you look at the defense. They've got Isaiah Simmons, who was a bit of a disappointment in his first year. They've got Chandler Jones. They've got J.J. Watt. And they've got Buda Baker. But. And Malcolm Butler, I guess. But other than that, it's it's still it's unimpressive, right? You've you've got I think your linebacker core figured out. Jordan Hicks is a solid middle linebacker, right? He's just he's a solid middle linebacker. You've got Isaiah Simmons, right? This is a tough pick. But if if Caleb Farley's still on the board here, you have to take Caleb Farley. Right, you look at their cornerbacks, and they've got Malcolm Butler, who's solid, and Robert Alford as their starting cornerbacks. You can't do with that for an entire seventeen-game NFL season now. So you have to take Caleb Farley here, in my opinion. Who, even with the injuries, I think best cornerback based off of the player. But I would draft J.C. Horn over him. Or second best. Yeah, I could not agree with this pick more. Caleb Farley's a great player. 
You got Malcolm Butler, who's fine, but he's washed. You got Robert Alf Robert Alford, who's fine. You, their best quarterback, in my opinion, is Byron Murphy, but he's in the slot. You need to get a good outside corner, and Caleb Farley's your guy there. And yeah. So now moving on to the now Las Vegas Raiders. Now with him on the board, I'm thinking about taking Trey Lance here. Yeah. There were reports saying that the Raiders might trade up for a quarterback. I mean, I don't think you should take a quarterback because you have Nathan Peterman. But bad joke. Wow. Okay. Um. But um. I think you could go quarterback here and take Trey Lance. And here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Derek Carr isn't – he's – how old is he now? He's – He's got to be like 29 by now, maybe even older. He's 30? Yeah. And I, he's just not at oh, – he's definitely declining. Yeah. And – I think that Trey Lance may be better than whoever you're going to get when maybe you're a bad team and you get the 10th pick or something. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm thinking about maybe going Trey Lance here. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you could also go Jeremiah Wosukoromoa mm -hmm. or you could go Christian Barmore. Yeah. I think it's down to Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa and Trey Lance, just because Owusu-Koromoa is such a good player. Um, I, I don't know. I really don't know. What do you think, Gabe? Do you think they should go Trey Lance? If it's my pick and I'm the Oakland Raiders and Trey Lance is falling to 17th, I'm taking Trey Lance. But that, that's my decision. This is your pick. Yeah. So I feel like the Raiders are sort of in less extreme of a wizard situation right now where they're not going to make the playoffs, but they're – and if they do, I think the Wizards could get like an eight seed or seven seed even. Wizards will, Wizards are getting the play in. Maybe, but I think they'll get no higher than eight seed. But you'll either make fringe make the playoffs, which in the Raiders situation I don't think will really happen, but you're also sort of refusing to rebuild and you're just saying staying like this in that sort of 17 range. Right. And I think if you're going to not rebuild, then you have to go Trey Lance here. Because if you want to be win now, you're going to have to have someone better than Derek Carr. And so that's why I'm going to go Trey Lance here. I think that in this situation, if Trey Lance falls to 17, the Washington football team trades up and takes him. Right. But I think that without trades, I think the Raiders go Trey Lance there. Yeah, I agree. As I stated before, Trey Lance – is a very solid quarterback. I I think he's the fifth best quarterback in this draft class, right? Uh, Wait, did yeah. I count right? Yeah, there is um yeah Lawrence Wilson Fields, Mac Jones, Trey Lance. Yeah, that I counted right. I think he's the worst of the bunch, but he's still very good. Uh, his his downside, his 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 downside is he played against nobody. He, he played really good. Smith players that are like, in my opinion, if you look at the players North Dakota State had compared to who they're playing, 
it's more of a difference than in Alabama players and who they're playing. That's right. what I'm saying for the people saying Lance is better than Mac Jones. Like, and the difference between the competition between Mac Jones and Trey Lance is is it's more for Trey Lance because in FCS, it's North Dakota State and then no one else. Like, yeah, it's North they, they, I think they've won like 14 national titles in the past like 20 years or something like that. Yeah. Right, but they are easily the best team in 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 the FCS. Right, and that's his only downside. He everything he has shown, he's been able. He he, I don't know how to phrase this, right? But yeah, one other he's thing he's been is- able to show everything he can. I think everything he can up to what he can. Because he can't control who he plays. He can't control who's on his team to a certain extent, right? So I think he's done enough that he is easily this pick here. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I, know. Yeah, I do. All right, you're picking for the Dolphins. Right. This moves me to the Dolphins' actual pick. Just barely missed out of the missed out missed out on the playoffs, right? I think this is a tough pick. This is a tough pick once again. But the Dolphins, I think you don't go offense again. I do think you you look towards the defense, right? You you see this defense. You've obviously got Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, who are both very solid. At cornerback, you've got a few other solid pieces. Andrew Van Ginkle, no matter if he could be the worst player in the NFL, and I would still love him just because his name is Andrew Van Ginkle. Mm-hmm. But I think you go edge. And this is a tough pick because there are a lot of solid edge pieces still available. There's a few, there's, uh, there's Jalen Phillips who's I think he he I think he, he fits he fits the Dolphins defense like you were saying I agree with the fact I think he'd be he's better as a three four outside linebacker so I think you do take Jalen Phillips at edge here but there's uh, there's an argument for a ton of there's Azizo Jalari there's there's still Still, the thought of Gregory Russo, but I think you go Jalen Phillips. All right. So I think if you go edge, Azizo Jalari is a better player than Jalen Phillips. But I think that I don't think you go edge. I think that the thing you would want to go most here is linebacker. But the only best linebacker available is Orosu Koromoa, and he can't play in that 3 4. And besides that, there's not anyone good enough to take here. So I think you go O line. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that with him available, you go Elijah Vera Tucker. Yeah. Um I can see it. And if not that, Taven Jenkins. Mm-hmm. But Jalen Phillips definitely isn't a bad player. He's a good player. Right. All right. So the Washington football team. Um they got Ryan Fitzpatrick. And obviously, there are no quarterbacks available um, uh, to take. 
like I said, I think they would trade up to get Trey Lance if given the situation. They don't need receiver anymore because they got Curtis Samuel, already have Terry McLaurin and Adam Humphreys in the slot and Cam Sims if you want to play him some in the slot. I think it's down to two things, O-line and linebacker. I think O-line is the bigger need, but Mm -hmm. I think the better play, best player available is Jeremiah Wosikoromoa. He's amazing. He's a sideline-to-sideline coverage linebacker. He played even a little bit at nickel corner, and he held his own. Like, Jeremiah Wosikoromoa is a great player, and I think that's the right – I think that's the right pick there. Yeah, I I agree. You look at this Washington team, quarterback, you've got it locked down for a year with Fitzpatrick, but longer than that, he he can't play. Running back, Antonio Gibson is very solid. Obviously, at wide receiver, you have Terry McLaurin. You have Curtis Samuel and Adam Humphreys. You've got a very – and then you've got Logan Thomas at uh, at tight end. You've got a decent offensive line here with Brandon Sheriff, Morgan Moses. That uh, why why can't I? I'm blanking on these words. That veteran duo on the right side. I think I agree with you. You look towards defense and you look towards linebacker specifically. I think the best linebacker on the board, the second best linebacker in the draft class is Jeremiah Wosukoromoa. He fits in this team, like you were saying, fits very well in a 4-3, can play across the entire field. I think it's it, – I agree with that pick. Yeah. Uh, you're up for the Bears. All right. The Chicago Bears. Also, interesting they, they they made one of the stupidest signings of the offseason and bringing Andy Dalton in a big deal don't know why you would do that right and there's no quarterback worth taking here obviously at running back you've got David Montgomery who's very solid wide receiver you obviously have Allen Robinson who's staying for another year and then he has to be gone Darnell Mooney is ultra underrated very very good rookie season last year Right, got a decent, decent O line. No, you don't got a decent O line. I don't know what. I think you've got to go O lineman here. I think you've got to go O lineman here. Right, they've got, and I think specifically, you go guard at guard. They've got Alex Bars and James Daniels. Right, uh, who? James Daniels is good. James Daniels is solid, but you've you still got Alex Bars, who's sitting there at at right guard. I think you go guard, and I think you go with Elijah Vera Tucker. Right? I don't. Maybe you. I guess you move James Daniels to the right. Yeah, I think that's what you do. Yeah, but Vera Tucker, I think he's very solid. I think he's the best. Um, best O-lineman available, I think you take him here. Because you look at that defense, and they've still got a very good defense. They've got Eddie Jackson, Robert Quinn, obviously Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks. Yeah. So you're going uh, very tougher? Yeah. All right. So I think that's a pretty good pick. I think that maybe it might have been better to go receiver, but I'm also not sure. 
about that. It also might have been better to go line. And I think that was definitely a good pick. Um, I think that was a good pick. Weather. Yeah. It was better. All right. So I'm picking for the Colts. This is pretty easy for me. The reason the Colts have been at all successful is because they've been going by the motto of we have the best aligned in the league and it doesn't matter. And we have a pretty good defense and we're not going to pay attention as much to who the rest of our players are, but we have the best aligned in the league. So, yeah. And um, now they lost um, Anthony Costanzo, who was probably their second best alignment. And so you got Braden Smith, Mark Lewinsky, Ryan Kelly, and Quentin Nelson, who are four great alignment. And then at left tackle, you have Sam Tevy, who was the worst starting alignment last yeah. year. He was the tag in the NFL. He was the tackle for the Chargers. Statistically, out of all the people that started like majority of games, he was the worst. And so I think you get a plug and play player at tackle, keep that motto of having the best ta- um, O line in the league. And that the best tackle available is Taven Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. Taven Jenkins is a great player. He's very athletic. Um, his his questions are about the size, the strength, and the power. Right. But I think he's fine there. I think he's very athletic. I think he's a great blocker, and he's going to be a great player in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's 6'6", 315, but he is still – he he is he's, I, I guess. And he measured he measured I think at his pro day at three twenty. He put up five pounds. Right. Um. But he he's uh, he's agile, he's elusive. He he opted out. Arms. What? Very long arms. Yeah. He he opted out at the end of the season due to some lower back issues, but he's he's. He's just a very solid offensive tackle. He's a good run blocker, right? He can create some movement with those long arms, like you were saying. Uh, So I think you do go Tevin Jenkins, and you keep that motto of we've we've got by far the best line in football. We don't need to care about running back. Quarterback doesn't need to be mobile, like stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that brings me to the Tennessee Titans, and they've got Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill, who fits the system perfectly. You've obviously got Derrick Henry, the best running back in football. You've got AJ Brown. You've got AJ Brown at wide receiver. You look at the rest of that wide receiver core, though. It's a bit iffy with Josh Reynolds and Cameron Bateson filling that out. Yeah, right. I mean, Josh Reynolds is a fine slot receiver, but Cameron Bateson on the outside isn't good. Right. Offensive line is very solid. Taylor Lewan is very good. Ben Jones is great at center. And then their defense. Mike Vrabel is a defensive first coach. He is very good. Played outside linebacker, I think, in the NFL for the Patriots and other teams. But I know yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, this past year, the right, Titans they, had the worst pass rush in the NFL. Right. They have the worst pass rush in the NFL this well, season, though. They did get Bud Dupree. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. They picked up Bud Dupree this offseason. But you look at the rest of their defensive line. Harold Landry is solid. Jeffrey Simmons is decent. But I think their biggest hole is their pass rush right now. You need more at, than two pass rushers. Right. Is their pass rush right now. 
So I think you go with with an edge pick. You go with Aziz Ojolari. No, no, he doesn't oh, fit that system at all. Already- no. What? Damn it, Gabe already clicked it. No. Sorry. <laughs> well, I now I'm, I you know what? No, ooh. This is a tough pick. This is a tough pick. I Aziz Ojolari, I don't think fits in a four three that much. They run a three four. That's what I meant. Other yeah. He is in it. He's a three four outside linebacker. He can't play in a four three. What am I just kind am I just oh wait, they do play three four. Wait, now because I thought they played a four three for some reason, you take Aziz Ojolari. Okay. Who's you think did, did you call him the best edge in this draft class or better no, than Cody Pay is. I think right. he's the second best. He's the best three four outside linebacker. Yeah. He's got right, he, he lacks a bit of length, but that's really his only downfall physical wise, right? He's decent in the passing game. He he's got good athleticism. So I think you take us easy Oshalari. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Um, well, I think that they maybe should have gone receiver. That might have been the better. I, I don't. I get. I like. But Aziz after those top three wide yeah, receivers are at a Aziz Ojolari in level great player. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So on to the New York Jets. They just got. We're thinking like draft time. They just got their future quarterback like two, three hours ago. Right. I don't know the exact time that it would be, but um, generally when you get your future quarterback, what do you, you immediately do? You get him your franchise lineman. Yep. But I'm not sure – O-line is this biggest need. I think their biggest need is to go on the other side of the ball mm-hmm. and take an edge rusher mm-hmm. or a cornerback. Yeah, you I was about to say corner. For, you overpaid for Carl Lawson. Mm-hmm. Way overpaid for Carl Lawson. Yeah, and Vinnie Curry's not great, but at the same time, their corners are Bless Austin, Bryce Hall, Corey Ballantyne. I actually like Bryce Hall. I think he has a lot of potential, but he's definitely not a number one corner. Right. I think corner is easily their biggest need here. So I think you go with the best corner available. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but at the same time, like, there's – if you're – I'm not sure you go best corner available over best player available. Right. Which would be to take, I don't know, Samuel Cosme. And that would help out Zach Wilson. Huh. I'm going to go with Eric Stokes out of Georgia. Okay. I think he's the best corner available. He's a great outside corner. I'm a big Eric Stokes fan. I really like him. I, that definitely wouldn't be a bad pick there if you went with Samuel Cosme, but mm-hmm. I think that Eric Stokes is the best pick there. I, if I if I were you, I think I would have gone Samuel Cosme out of Texas. He's a very solid offensive tackle, right? Six seven, three hundred pounds. He's a very big guy. 
Yeah, he's versatile as well. That, I think, but this is definitely not a bad pick whatsoever. Damian Cosme would have been a very good pick. You could have gone either way there. Yeah, this uh, is I like. This is a solid pick. I I agree with you. I think Eric Stokes, Eric Stokes is better than Greg Newsome. I think Greg Newsome's one of the most overrated players in this class. Yeah, he. I I don't see the appeal of Greg Newsome. pick. Yeah. Other than the fact that, right? Like he, he, yeah. I I agree with the pick. I agree with the pick. That brings me to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I live in Pittsburgh. I know a ton of Steelers fans, and I think they all they all want a running back. They all I they all want a running back. Steelers, Steelers. And, and I agree. I agree. I think they should take a running back. They got rid of James Conner, finally. Went to Pitt, cool, whatever. He was horrid. He's he's bad, like what, like 2.3 yards per carry or something like that, right? You look at this team, Big Ben, he'll stay there for another year. Wide receiver core, they've re-signed. They, they have Juju, they have Deontay Johnson, they have Chase Claypool, who are all solid, right? O-line is solid. Defense is obviously great. They lost Bud Dupree this offseason, but still have an elite defense. I think you have to go running back. Right now, as it stands, Benny Snell is their starting running back for this season. That just can't happen, right? So that brings you to the argument. Najee Harris or Travis, I still can't pronounce his name. Etienne, Etienne, but yeah, I think it's it's such a tough pick. Najee Harris, balled out in the championship game. He was great, and right, he's a solid patch pass catcher, right, and he's grown in that ability each season, right. He's he he breaks tackles a lot. He's versatile. But then there's also Travis Etienne, right? Who who was he's the ACC's all-time leading rusher. He's got great burst. He's a big big play player, right? He's he's a solid receiver. Nightmare matchup. So this is such a tough pick for me. You flip a coin between these two, but if I have to choose, I am taking. Oh. I still, Rafi, who would you go? I'm taking your input in here. Um, I would go if you're, are you saying if I'm saying running back, then I would go Travis Etienne. I'm going Najee Harris. All right. Um, I, here's why I don't like that pick. Running back is a need. But running back is also the least important position in football. Mm-hmm. I don't – I'm a big fan of you don't take running backs in the first round. Your running game is 20 times more about your O-line than it is about running backs. And and you can get you can get a running back in the second round. You Most drafts, the best running back is not taken in the first round. Like, you always get – from second, third, even fourth round picks that are insane. This past year, James Robinson, undrafted, undrafted, um, 
undrafted free agent signed with the Jags and was debatably the best running back, rookie running back this year. You, right. you can't get in the second round, Samuel Cosme, right? And you need a better running game, and you need to protect Ben Roethlisberger. And to get a better running game, it's more important to get a good O-line than to get good running backs. Right now, their they're two starting trackers, tackles are Chukwuma Okorafor and Zach Banner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like Zach Banner just because he's a he's a very cool person. But I, I I agree with that. I like running back is is not is the least important position. I think if you want to upgrade your running game, go offensive tackle. But I think these two running backs are just too good to to pass up on. I think you I right. Probably is the smarter decision to go Samuel Cosme, but I'm I'm going running back. I'm going running back. All right. So that leaves us with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the Jaguars could do one of two things here. You could go tackle and replace Jawan Taylor, or you could go, which I think would be, and take Sam Cosby, which would be going more towards the best player available. Or you could go a more for the need and take Trayvon Morig. Mm-hmm. I think it's always better unless, of course, there are lots of situations where it's an exception. But I think in this situation, you go best player available and you take Samuel Cosme. You just got your franchise quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. So next you get your franchise offensive tackle. And yeah. Yeah. So what, your final pick, Samuel Cosme? Yeah. All right. I agree with that. I think, yeah, he's very solid. That brings me to the Browns of Cleveland. They've they've got Baker Mayfield. They've got the best running back duo in football, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, right? You look at this team, and wide receiver is an option to go here. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. But you've, you've, you've got Odell. You've got Jarvis Landry. Rashard Higgins is decent, right? Tight end, you've got Austin Hooper. Offensive line, you've, you've got Jack Coughlin. You've got Jedrick Wills. Tackle position is locked up. Wyatt Teller is very good. Joel Batino is very good. J.C. Treader is very good. They've got a great offensive line. You look at the defense. They've got Miles Garrett that picked up Jadavion Clowney, who I don't even know if I consider him, like, a big signing anymore, right? But you look at the secondary. And you have, you 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 have Denzel Ward, obviously. But I like this is a tough pick once again, right? I think. Oh God, I like I still one of these. It's one of these. I think you you probably should go, maybe interior defensive line. If you look at your defensive tackles, is. Andrew Billings and Malik Jackson. And I think if you if you are going defensive tackle, your best bet is Christian Barrymore out of Alabama, right? He's very solid. Very solid. He's versatile. He's he's 6'5, 3'10. He's a big guy. 
So I think that is what I'm going to – I think Christian Barrymore is my final pick here. All right. That's definitely not a bad pick. Um, I think you could – You, yeah, that's not a bad pick. That might have been the best pick. Um, you could go with, like, a Gregory Russo. Yeah. Or I think linebacker's a big lead, so maybe Zayvon Collins. Mm-hmm. But – or – Either him or Nick Bolton. But, um, yeah, I think that's a good pick. So now we are going to my Baltimore Ravens. Mm -hmm. And right here, I am going to go to do exactly what I want to happen. Not exactly. I want to trade up and get a top three receiver. But for the sake of not doing trades, I want to do what happened. I'm going to take wide receiver, and I'm going to take Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. The rate for the past two years, the Ravens receiving core has just been awful. And uh-huh. it, all, all that happened this year receiving-wise is we lost Willie Sneed and we got Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is certainly not a number one receiver. Neither is Hollywood Brown. We need another receiver. And I think we'll get we'll – get, um, I think we'll get Bateman. He'll probably be our best receiver, either him or um, Watkins. Then we'll get Hollywood on the outside. Sammy Watkins in the slot. And if he doesn't do well, Devin DuVernay, who I really uh-huh. like. I mean, we got Watkins on a one-year deal, but I think future-wise it will be Devin DuVernay in the slot. Um, and I think that helps out our receiving core a lot. We'd still have a pretty bad receiving core. Like, I don't think Bateman is a number one receiver. But with the Ravens receiving core, you got to get a receiver here. Yeah, I agree. But who so final pick is Rashad Bateman. All right. I, I agree. Right? You obviously need wide receiver. Lamar Jackson is elite. J.K. Dobbins is great. You've got a great offensive line, even if you lose Orlando. We don't, we don't Brown. have a great offensive right. line. But we you need, don't need like an elite offensive we line. We lost Orlando Brown. We still need a tackle. That'll right. probably be Tyree Phillips, right? We'll get someone in like the third round. Well, you have a you have that thirty first pick, so yeah, that's right. But defense is great. Patrick Queen, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters are both excellent. I think uh, you definitely look towards wide receiver, right? Marquise Brown is definitely not a number one. Sammy Watkins is eh, he's eh. So, and I, I think I, I agree with the Rashad Bateman pick. I agree. So that brings me, wait, are you doing the Saints or am I doing the Saints? How are we doing this? You're doing the Saints. All right. I, the Ravens have another odd number. All right. Oh, right. Okay. So the Saints, they obviously, they lost Drew Brees this offseason, but it, when it's, Going to be between Jameis Winston. I think it should be Jameis Winston, honestly. I think Taysom Hill. Yeah, I think Hill. it'll be him. I don't think it'll be Taysom Hill. Yeah. And you have great weapons around him. You obviously have Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. You've got a very solid offensive line. Ryan Ramchek is great. Teron Armstead is very good. Cesar Ruiz is solid. Right. Defense is also very Pretty good. Cameron Jordan is Marcus Davenport, right? Malcolm Jenkins, Marcus Williams, 
obviously Marshawn Lattimore. So th- this team, I think, I think you look for that number two cornerback, right? You've got C.J. Gardner Johnson there, who is decent, right? Last season had I like I like C.J. Gardner Johnson formally. He had one interception last year. Like I, I still don't. I like, I don't love him. Because Chauncey Gardner Johnson is not really a cornerback. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They're playing him out of position, so I think you go cornerback, and I, I don't I still don't think. John Lattimore was charged with a felony. Right. Oh wait, I kind of forgot about that. So we don't even know what's gonna happen with that. I think you go cornerback. I think you go cornerback. I don't think you take Rick Newsom. I agree with that. I'm with you. He could not show up versus Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship game, right? He's he's too aggressive. I don't like him that much. I think – so you look towards – it's a tough pick. You've got, you've got Calvin Joseph. You've got Calvin Joseph who's, like, just not that good. I think you look towards Asante Samuel Jr., out of Florida State, right? He he's a bit undersized at 5'10, 180, but he's very, very he's a very good tackler, even without that. I think, right, like he he's not he's way he's better in the man, but he I think you take him. I think he's the best quarterback on the board here. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think that's a bad pick. You could go some other ways. You could go linebacker. Right. You could go um, inside D line, but I don't. I think that's uh, that's a pretty good pick. Yeah. All right, the Green Bay Packers. Now, most of the time here, you're looking at the Packers, and you're lo- you're wondering. And you're thinking they're not gonna get to get a weapon for Aaron Rodgers here, but they should. At this point, I don't think that a weapon for Aaron Rodgers is the most important thing. Aaron Rodgers, I think the problem last year was their defense. Now, Aaron Rodgers is gonna be mad if they um if they um don't go if they go um uh with someone on offense but if they don't go someone on offense but I think at the end of the day that's the biggest need and I think you go Zaven Collins yep I agree I agree Aaron Rodgers there's there's the argument for to get him a weapon, like you were saying, but I do think you go defense. I think their biggest defensive hole is linebacker. I think Zayvon, Zayvon Collins is the best linebacker on the board, right? Yeah. He he can he can play. He played a bit of safety even, right? He he's won the Bronco Nagurski Nag Trophy. He's very good. I agree with the pick. Yeah. That brings me to the Buffalo Bills, who obviously have Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Cole, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley's ultra underrated. They've got a very so- they've got a solid offensive line. 
And then, so I think you look you look at their defense also. They've got Ed Oliver, Tremaine Edmonds, obviously Tredavious White, Micah Hyde in the secondary. So I I think you you look at maybe a second corner, but there's no one I think worth taking at this spot. And then there's obviously the running back argument. Right, you've got Devin Singletary there now, who's really n- not good. He's not good, and I think honestly, I think they go running back. I think they go running back. Right, they've got solid play. They've got a solid defense. They've got their like. They've got Josh Allen, who is there. Uh. He was their franchise quarterback. They've obviously got Mitch Trubisky behind him, right? Then you have Stefan Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley. That is a excellent wide receiver core with a great quarterback. You've got a solid defense and a solid O-line. I think you take running back, and the obvious pick if you go running back is Travis Etienne. I don't know. Like I said, I'm uh, definitely a big believer in not taking running backs in the first round. Um, I I think undoubtedly cornerback is your biggest need here. I also think Zach Moss has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Um, but... There's also not much else on the board. Right. Um, so I'm gonna, okay. So you could, I think they gotta, they have a good, a very good defense. Um, they also have a very good offense. And they they got a good line. Got Daryl Williams. Deion Dawkins was amazing last year. I mean, you could go edge. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's. I think. I think that the best pick there would have been Gregory Russo. Uh huh. I don't. Mm-hmm. I. I think he's the best edge rusher on the board. It's either him or Joseph Osai. Mm-hmm. And I think that he is the best fit. Um, and he's a better fit than Joseph Osai. Obviously, I think Najee Harris is a better, Travis Etienne's a better player, but I just don't think, like, you can get a Javante Williams in the second round. It will almost right. be just as good as him. But, yeah. So, you want Etienne? Yeah. All right. So, we are back at my Baltimore Ravens pick 31 that we got in the Orlando Brown trade. And the Ravens could go a couple areas here. We could go we could we could even take like a Creed Humphrey. Mhm. Even though I think it's too early for Creed Humphrey. So I don't think they'd do that. They could go with an offensive tackle. I think that would be Alex Leatherwood. But 
I and you do need to protect for Lamar. But I think I don't know. It's either tackle or edge. Uh-huh. I think I'm gonna go with Joseph Osai here mm-hmm. out of Texas. Solid. I think that you trade we don't have a second round pick, so I think that we use late round picks to trade into the second round, but you try to keep on to your third by doing that and do it with next year's and um, late round picks. Maybe not. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I want to then try to get, Oh no, we have two thirds. So I think you do that. And then you take an O-lineman with both those picks. You take a center um, and a tackle. And if there's no good center available, you take a guard and move Bradley Bozeman to center. Right. So, final pick is Joseph Osai? Yeah. I agree that you go edge. Maybe. I think I think Joseph Osai is the right pick. Fits the system. Yeah. Yeah, very solid. Brings me to the final pick in the All-Star Sports Mock Draft 2.0. The Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They, they, they've obviously got Tom Brady. Running back, they've got two very solid running backs in Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. Wide receiver core, they are set. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, don't be surprised if he shows up and puts up some amazing numbers next season, right? Don't be shocked. They've got Gronk, who he's a tight end, right? He's solid. He does the job. Offensive line is very good. Tristan Wirfs was a great pick last year. They've obviously got Ali Marpit, Alex Kappa solid, right? Defense. But Donovan Smith is bad, and Alex Kappa's not great, but... Right, but you've got... Right, defense, you've got Antoine Woodfield Jr., who's a very good safety, rookie safety last year. Sean Murphy Bunton and Carlton, Carlton Davis are both decent linebackers. You're set. Devin White, Levante, David, Shaquille Barrett. Then D uh, and Jason Pierre-Paul. D-line, uh, this is such a tough pick, right? Because I think maybe you even – you might – maybe you even go edge. You Maybe you even go edge. Hmm. It's a tough pick, right? Because – they're the Super Bowl champions. They don't have a ton of holes. So there's the uh, – I think maybe you go best player available. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think you go edge. I think you go edge. I think you go edge. I think the best edge available is Gregory Rousseau. So I, I, I think you take Gregory Rousseau. All right, is that your final pick? That, yeah, that's my final pick. All right, so on that pick, um, I don't think that edge is the biggest need there. Um, uh-huh. Because, A, he doesn't, he doesn't really – he doesn't fit their defense. Right. Um, he's a 4-3 end. you got to get a 3-4 at linebacker. But I think that the best thing to do there is – Although you do have Mike Edwards in the slot, 
and corner, so I don't think it's that. I think it's replace Donovan Smith at left tackle uh-huh. and take um and take Alex Leatherwood or you could take Wyatt Davis to play right guard, but I think it would have been the best pick would have been Alex Leatherwood. Um and get a better O line. All right. So that is a wrap for our final All-Star yeah. mock draft, the 2.0. We'll go over each pick real quick. Mm-hmm. First pick, the, J- the Jaguars took Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. Second pick, the Jets took Zach Wilson out of BYU. Third pick, the 49ers took Justin Fields out of Ohio State. Fourth pick, the Falcons took Kyle Pitts out of Florida. Fifth pick, the Bengals took Panay Sewell out of Oregon. Sixth pick, the Dolphins took Jamar Chase out of LSU. Seventh pick, the Lions took Devontae Smith out of Alabama. Eighth pick, the Panthers took Patrick Sertain II out of Alabama. Ninth pick, the Broncos took Micah Parsons out of Penn State. Tenth pick, the Cowboys took J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Eleventh pick, the Giants took Jalen Waddell out of Alabama. Twelfth pick, the Eagles took Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. 13th pick, the Chargers took Christian Derrissaw out of Virginia Tech. 14th pick, the Vikings took Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. 15th pick, the Patriots took Mac Jones out of Alabama. 16th pick, the Cardinals took Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. 17th pick, the Raiders took Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. 18th pick, the Dolphins took Jalen Phillips out of Miami. 19th pick, the Washington football team took Jeremiah Owosu koromoa out of Notre Dame. 20th pick, the Bears took Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. 21st pick, the Colts took Taven Jenkins out of, out of Oklahoma State. 22nd pick, the Titans took Aziz Ojolari out of Georgia. 23rd pick, the Jets took Eric Stokes out of Georgia. 24th pick, the Steelers took Najee Harris out of Alabama. 25th pick, the Jaguars took Samuel Cosme out of Texas. 26th pick, the Browns took Christian Barmore out of Alabama. 27th pick, the Ravens took Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. 28th pick, the Saints took Asante Samuel Jr. out of Florida State. 29th pick, the Packers took Zayvon Collins out of Tulsa. 30th pick, the Bills took Travis Etienne out of Clemson. 34th 31st pick, the Ravens took Joseph Osai out of Texas. 32nd pick, the Buccaneers took Gregory Russo out of Miami. All right. That wraps up the mock draft. Thank you, Rafi, for reading over the picks. We, It's it's great to be back. Yeah, you should cool. be expecting more episodes. I'm very excited. More episodes. We both have we we have other we both have other stuff going on. Baseball season has started back up, so we and I at least am at the end of eighth grade, working hard in school to get into good high school classes. But right, so both have other stuff going going on. But we are going to try and put out two episodes a week. We're gonna try. Hopefully, we can keep that up. Thank you all for listening. Check out our Instagram at All Star Sports Podcast website www.allstarsportspod.com and we will see you next time peace out peace